0: Thank you and good afternoon. Today's date is Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. We're going to go over the NFL, update you on the standings and power rankings. The Steelers stand at 9-0, and you have to give them the best team in the NFL as they deserve respect. And that's what we granted them as they are 9-0. I hate to call this for the Chiefs a stepping on the shoe for the Steelers, but I think that's what we would need to call it now. they are the undefeated team, and they deserve respect, like I mentioned before. They're stepping on the Chiefs' shoe, as they are maybe slightly better, or on the edge of the Chiefs. The Steelers stand at 9-0, the Chiefs stand at 8-1. Until they lose a game, the Steelers have to be the best team. Let's go through the AFC West. The Chiefs are in the driver's seat on Sunday Night Football or next to the driver's seat in driver neutral like your manual on your car. And at eight and one. The top of the AFC West. And look like a legit shot to go to the AFC Championship or Super Bowl. Of course there's never a guarantee. I am looking at the upcoming game for the Chiefs. My prediction is they will go thirteen and three or fourteen and two. The next game is the Raiders. The Chiefs play the Raiders November twenty second. Raiders-Chiefs kick is at 720. November 29th, Chiefs play at the Buccaneers. And December 6th, the Chiefs host the Broncos. I will give you updated more of a necessity for the weeks. The Chiefs stand at 8-1. Stand at the lead of the AFC West, Patrick Mahomes has to be my MVP again right now as he stands with one of the best turnover ratio And it's amazing. He has a ratio of 25-to-1 touchdown ratio. One of the best ever, according to ESPN writers and Adam Teicher. As we move on to the Raiders, who are 6-3, along with the Dolphins, they have to be the surprise team of the NFL. What a difference David Carr looks with a good team this year and also a good running back, Josh Jacobs, in the backfield. They will have to rely on their defense a little bit more as they are not fantastic as they are currently ranked 16th. They will also have to rely on the running game, but that has been a hard thing for the Chiefs to stop. Perhaps that's why the Raiders beat the Broncos the first time around against the Chiefs. Chargers sit at the bottom of the division, and the question has to be asked, is Anthony Lynn on the hot seat for the Chargers? Also, a question in Denver has to be asked, is Broncos coach Vic Fangio hot seat? Probably not. As the Broncos stand at 3-6. and six, Only his second year. The Chargers are 2-7 and seven with Anthony Lynn at the helm. When winning becomes a priority in the NFL, which it always is. Let's move on to the AFC North division where the best team in that division is the Steelers, obviously. We've talked about them. The Baltimore Ravens, to be honest, they have underachieved. As right now it stands... Cloudy that division as they stand at 6-3. And, and depending on the playoffs in COVID-19, they will make the 7th seed as it stands right now. The Browns are on the outside looking in with the 8th seed. And they are hoping that maybe a game gets canceled. They can become 8th seed in the wild card spot. You will see why I'm talking about that in a minute. The Bengals are 2-6-1 and, six and one at the bottom of the AFC North. Now let's move on to the AFC South. They they share some okay teams. Not great teams, but okay. The Bills looked very good and shaped. And honestly, I thought they were going to win the game. But DeAndre Hopkins sold it from the catch of the year to win the game with zero seconds left as the Cardinals pulled out a... Miracle victory in the catch of the year, Andre Hopkins, as they won 32-30. As it stands, the Bills are a half game up on the Dolphins, the surprise team of the AFC, like I mentioned, with the Raiders. The Dolphins, that is. The Pats got a big win over the Ravens Monday night. They stand at the 10th seed, and... To be honest, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. According to ESPN, the Steelers stand at the number 1 seed at 9 and 0, the Chiefs stand at the number 2 seed at 8 and 1, the Bills stand at the number 3 seed in the AFC at 7 and 3, the Colts stand at the number 4 seed at 6 and 3, the Raiders stand at the 5th seed in 6 and 3, the Dolphins stand at 6 and 3 in the 6th seed overall. And the Ravens squeak at the last wild card spot. On the bubble is the 8th seeded Cleveland Browns. Let's do the NFC East. I I don't have much to say about this division except it sticks. It's terrible. The Eagles are 3-5-1, the Giants are 3-7. The Washington football team, without a name, is 2-7. Also, the Giants are 2-7. Also, the Cowboys stand at 2-7. And And they're still in the hot with Andy Dalton as their quarterback. Their backup court. You have no idea who's going to win this division. That's enough time on that. I can't figure out this division. Maybe somebody else should. The old NFC East should cancel their flight to the playoffs. Here's get up on the NFC East analysis. Hope this makes you laugh. If they go to the playoffs, the old NFC East should cancel their flight to the playoffs. Here's get up on the NFC East analysis. The Packers have looked good, but they're unpredictable in seven and stand at 7-2 as they are the number one seed in their division in the NFC right now. As I have noticed, the NFC is a lot worse than the AFC. The Bears stand at 5-5, five and five, and like Trump, when he says fake news, the Bears are fake news. Right now they're on the bubble, and I have no idea what the Bears are going to do with Nick Foles Hurt. The Vikings won over the Bears last night. Things are not looking good for the Bears. The Vikings are not terrible, but they're not good. As they stand at four and five, Nick Full started. The Saints are seven and two and have an easy schedule. Second in the division. The problem is Drew Brees is hurt. He should be out the next couple weeks. Some people are calling it up to six weeks. They're it's gonna be a tough Road for him to make it back to the playoffs to even start. This is according to ESPN. The Bucks are six and three. Looks like they're going to be a wild card team. Like I mentioned, the Saints lost their starting quarterback over the weekend. The Saints beat the Bucks 43 to three. The Cardinals stand at six and three, and probably the third team in the NFC, and they are the third seed as it stands right now. Seattle is 6-3 as they stand pretty dominant every year and is also probably the best division in football since I've been alive. The 49ers have underachieved as they are depleted and injury prone as they are 2-6. and six. The NFL Power Rankings right now. Seatings right now. The Packers stand at number one at 7-2. and Rodgers is looking good. The Saints stand at 7-2 and two and are... Looking good with Breeze, an injured reserve, which he will miss three games, likely to be more, a minimum of four to six weeks. Ribs collapsed and lungs. Looks like Jamison Winston, who will get the start, who had in interceptions last year. So we will see where that leads with the Saints. The Cardinals are looking good and fast and jumping high team. It looks scary as they are six and three and DeAndre Hopkins continues to be scary. The Eagles are three and five and one and yet looking at the fourth seed. I told you they stink, but as the NFC East or Least Division, Bucks are seven and three and have the first wild card spot. The Rams are six and three and have the second wild card spot. Seattle is the seventh wild card spot at six and three and the Bears are hoping the games will be canceled and squeeze in and be the eighth seed. If games get canceled, and I want to put this as a major if, if games get canceled, then they do not get to make up every team's game in week 18 or 19. I'm hoping they go to 19 weeks, which they should do. They can squeeze, and they will have to squeeze in an eighth-seeded team in the playoffs. So it could be 16 teams in the playoffs or 14 teams depending on how COVID goes in the situation. Here's thoughts on the NFC East, like we've talked about the NFC least.
1: Don't you, Greeny, if you're talking you about, about it, that dang tie... <laughs> If you talk about the tie, Greeny, I'm cutting off my TVU app, I'm taking off my mic, and I'm going with y'all on TV, bro. I'm not doing this today. I tweeted you back yesterday, bro. I told you if you come on this show with that. Guys, if I'm looking at the standings and I look at the stats, it says that the Philadelphia Eagles, they're up. Let me tell you why they're up. They're up because they took the tie, guys. It was, it was six Mondays ago. I said, Dan, I said, Rex, I said, R.C., this tie, this tie's why they're gonna win it. I, and listen, I was at home with Stace. Me, Stace and I were watching Northwestern. Northwestern's undefeated, by the way. I told states Hey Stace, after Northwestern wins if Philadelphia win, loses, they're still up. Why, Stace? Because of the tie. And I am still correct. There you go. I said it for you. Now you ain't gotta say it. Go to go to Rex now. Go to Rex. You good? You good, Rex? Well,
0: but he happens to be exactly right. They laid the division because of the tie. Okay. is that, Who's going to win the division? Rex, someone by law, by rule, there is right. a little known codicil on the NFL. Someone has to win. Who's it going to be? It's going to be the Giants. Thank you and have a good afternoon. This is Sam Vaughn.